0: Welcome to Watch Therefore, our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore, we're watching for this King, this mighty to save, Savior, who's coming in the clouds for his people any moment. He told us to watch, therefore, and be ready. My name is Doe Schwartz in northern Israel, thankful to be proclaiming, King Jesus is coming, and be ready. We have a special program together today. Oh, First, I need to mention to you, though, this program is being brought to you by the ministry poured out for the nations. The apostle Paul said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the uh, it is the power of salvation for everyone who believes to the Jew first and also for the Gentile. Now, folks that means something and we're going to talk about that in the program today that means something and this ministry poured out for the nations is our gospel and discipleship wing or platform for from which we proclaim jesus is lord be saved get ready for his coming it's a discipleship ministry uh, in africa in texas in lithuania now uh, and in other places oh listen it's such an exciting ministry our radio program um, was listened to in over 124 countries last year. Oh, that's just amazing. It's just amazing. And so, Poured Out for the Nations uh, is, is sponsoring the program today. You can go to pouredoutforthenations.com and hear more about this ministry. Now, I want to have a word of prayer with you and then talk with you about Romans 1.16. O oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, bless all of our listeners today. Bless the teaching of your word, and, and, and may the hearing of your word bring deeper and, and more uh, profound and significant and accurate faith in Messiah Jesus. Bless us today, Lord, please. Amen. Well, in this passage, Romans one sixteen, the Apostle Paul designated, called as an apostle to the Gentiles. The Lord handpicked him for this work. He teaches the Gentiles, those who are not Jewish, who believe in Jesus, about covenant order in gospel discipleship. And also gospel slash discipleship. He, he tells us that the gospel's to the Jew first and then to the Gentile. Then he demonstrates that by his own life as he goes to the Gentiles with the gospel. Well, how does he do that? Well, he goes to the Jew first in these regions where he goes. And if you read through the book of Acts, you see that. <clears throat> now, in certain places where some many of the Jewish people would not listen to the gospel, <clears throat> they rejected the gospel and became very, very virulent and and, um, and and very violent even against the gospel. Paul said, I've brought the gospel to you. Now I'm going to take it to the Gentiles, right? Well, there are people in the church today who say, well, we'll see Paul's through. It used to be to the Jew first, but now it's to the Gentiles, not the Jew first. Well, that's not the example that we see in the scriptures because the next place Paul would go, what would he do? He would go to the synagogue. He would go to the Jew first, all the way into the end of the book of Acts where he's incarcerated in Rome and he, he makes, uh, a contact with Jewish leaders to come visit him and share the gospel with them first when he gets there. So um, it's not that the gospel used to be to the Jew first. That's not what Romans one sixteen says. You know, here's the thing. There are people who say, well, you know, I'll, I'll have to go exegete this. And I've talked to people about things in the Scripture, about Bible prophecy. Well, I'll get back with you after I exegete this. I'm an exegete. But but the, here's, here's what these some of these wonderful exegetes do. They throw their exegetical principles, they throw Bible interpretive principles under the bus to come up with a conclusion that they had before they started, which is in direct opposition to their training. But they do it. They do it. They do it to say Israel isn't Israel and now the church is Israel. They throw their own principles right out the window to do that. Why? Because that's what they want the scriptures to say yeah if you torture the scriptures long enough, you can make them confess to anything. so here's the thing. The reality is the Lord's order still is to the jew first now now i I, I want to tell you something. I've gone to different missions i I was a missions pastor in in um, the largest uh missions sending uh organization cooperative churches in the world. And so I was a missions pastor at one of those churches, and I'm obviously and very intentionally not mentioning the denomination. And so I would go to some of these missions organization teachings, and they would say things like this. Boy, this is going to make some people mad, but you know what? I love you. I want to bless you, and it's the truth, okay? They would say things like, well, you know, um, let's say Houston is our Jerusalem because Jesus the Lord said, um, that he would send his disciples, he would they would be witnesses to him in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. It's in Acts chapter 1. So they would say, well, see, for us, we who live, they would say, in Houston, Houston is our Jerusalem, and Texas is our Judea, and the United States is our Samaria, and the rest of the world is the rest of the world. And so they would have a map or a list of countries they would go to, or a list of regions they would go to, and they would say Houston's our Jerusalem, and they would say Texas is our Judea. You'll see why I'm laughing in a second. And they'd say, okay, America is our Samaria. And then they would have all these nations listed they would go to to the uttermost part of the earth. And guess what the most uttermost part of the earth, last nation they ever cared or thought about, and they don't spend a quarter there. If they do, it's just a baby a quarter. It's not at a quarter of 1% of their mission's budget. Guess where the uttermost part of the earth is on, on their list? Israel. And where is the end of the line? Jerusalem. Well that's I'm sorry. I'm going to say this in love. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Okay? It, it why would I say that? Well, because Jerusalem is Jerusalem. Hello? And Judea is Judea. And Samaria is Samaria. It's like it's like it's like when the president was on the stand being on the witness stand and and he he's he's caught red handed lying on the stand and says something like this Well that all depends on what your definition of is is. What's your definition of Jerusalem? Uh it's that city about an hour and a half drive from where I'm sitting right now, where um where the Temple Mount area is, and they're speaking Hebrew and spending shekels for money and um you know, that kind of thing. It's where the Bible Institute is. Uh, it's where the Dead Sea Scrolls are, uh, from the, from the Bible, the original text and, and, uh, that kind of thing. That's what Jerusalem, folks, come on, come on. No, no. The the reality is, is that we have received down through the years doctrines that are really not good. Yeah. And, and here's what I've learned. Here's what I've learned. If you will take the first fruits of your gospel ministry whether you're an individual or a group or a congregation church if if you will pray for Jerusalem and you'll pray for the Jewish people to be saved and if your your head will be like waters and your eyes a fountain of tears for the Jewish people to be saved like the Lord says that we should have if Jesus wept over Jerusalem, then why shouldn't we, who are his followers? Yes. If you'll, if you'll have that heart first for Israel, your ministry to those who aren't Jewish will explode. And that's what I personally have experienced. That's what I personally experienced. and And as we started doing this, the Lord began to open doors across Africa. And now into Europe and with this radio program in over a hundred countries. And, and I don't have uh, any funds for this program, but that the Lord gives them to me. And, and he does. And it goes every month. Where? From Israel to the nations. And and so here's the order of the Lord. And 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 so poured out for the nations, which I'll go ahead and talk about for a moment. I'll take a break for a second, is our to the nations platform for gospel discipleship. And and I just wanted to explain that. Why do we have a ministry called Blessing Israeli Believers and, and another one called Poured Out for the Nations? Yeah. And, and Paul in the book of uh, speaking, actually speaking of the Philippians um, and in the book of Philippians says he's poured out for the faith of those who live in philippi the faith in jesus poured out as he was incarcerated while writing the letter to them and he said it's worth it to be incarcerated to be poured out for your faith so that's where we borrowed the name poured out for the nations because we want to be poured out like that in kingdom order for the nations of the world where the lord will let us work for his glorious gospel where he'll call us to make disciples. Well, you can go to com and see a little bit more about our our ministry on that website. And um, we really need to update the website, and we'll be soon. Yet you can get an idea of what we're doing. I'm I'm praying about our Congo trip in May, uh, and uh, that's going to be a real special outreach. We've got eight congregations prayerfully. Uh, We're getting our travel visa for that trip and getting ready to go, May two thousand. 16. Also, you can ask to be put on our monthly newsletter, poured out for the nations.com, and we would love to send that out to you every month. Now, that's the first part of the program. The first part of the program is Romans 116. Here's the second part of the program. It is the signs of the times, and one of them specifically I'm going to talk about in just a moment. There are Uh, Many signs our Lord Jesus gives in answer to the question of his disciples, what will be the sign of your coming in the end of the age? And and in in an understanding of the Jewish person in that day, the the question is when will you come set up the throne of David over Jerusalem? Uh, That's that's the real bottom line of the question uh, for our Lord Jesus that his disciples ask him. And so he gives many signs. There's six of them that I focus on. In, in teaching a lot, and these are in Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21, and and uh, the first kind of set of four, the birth pains, are ethnic group rising up against ethnic group. In World War One, we saw that like never before. Then to World War Two, the Holocaust. A few examples, real quick: uh, Cambodia, millions killed in the killing fields; Rwanda, a million who, uh, a million Tutsis murdered by the Hutus, men, women, and children in a hundred days. Uh, Serbia, Bosnia, uh, the Congo, five and a half million killed. Uh, Burundi, a half a million Tutsis killed by the uh, Hutus. Um, let's see. Um, th- there are many different genocides uh, that have taken place. And Muslim upon Muslim genocide from different ethnic groups and sects of, of Islam are taking place. Of course, the Israeli-Arab uh, conflict And there are many others. So that's ethnic group, rising against ethnic group. In our generation, like never before. uh, Also, he spoke of famine. There's almost a billion hungry people on planet Earth. And I'll talk about the the signs of Noah in just a second. But the reality is that uh, almost 200 years ago, or just a little over 200 years ago, excuse me, there were only a billion people on planet Earth. Now there are almost that many hungry people on planet Earth. Earth. I will segue forward past the four uh, to one of the others that's in uh, Matthew 20 in the Gospels. I mentioned a moment ago uh, the days of Noah in the days of Noah. There was a population explosion. And as I just mentioned that we've seen that 200 years ago, there were about a billion people on Earth in that short time. Now, there are about seven billion people on planet Earth. Now, that's a population explosion. Yes. In the days of Noah, there was great violence on the Earth. Uh, Today, the world is shaking under crazy violence, stupid, weird, demonic violence. And also, of course, uh, the the uh, horrible evil in the hearts of men being spewed out on the earth in Noah's day like never before. That's what we're seeing today. Men marrying men, women marrying women and and so on. It goes on on and on. Now there is a increase in genetic sexual attraction. What does that mean? Oh, there's, there's a front-page article of a mother uh, marrying, wanting to marry her son, and, 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 and the details of that are too disgusting to even talk about. Uh, that is on the rise now around the world. Genetic sexual attraction is what they're calling it. It's disgusting. It's called incest, folks. That's what it's called. Um, anyhow, uh, the uh, back to the first set of four after the uh, famine is uh, Earthquakes. Earthquakes on the rise exponentially right now. Uh, the increase in frequency, intensity, and places they didn't used to take place like never before. And uh, pestilence. Pestilence. Yeah, pestilence in the earth today. Uh, the diseases often caused by animals, uh, by the animal kingdom, including insects. Uh, so um, with AIDS and HIV. Uh, wiping out a, a huge percentage of Africa and, and much of the world. Uh, the, the incredible uh, uh, rise in antibiotic-resistant diseases. Now even in America, tuberculosis is becoming dangerous again. Uh, I contracted tuberculosis not when I was traveling to Africa. Before I even started going to Africa, where did I get tuberculosis? In Houston, Texas. I did. Dove Schwartz, and the Lord healed me of it, thankfully. Hallelujah. Uh, anyhow, um, the uh, the diseases are spiking. Malaria wiping out uh, big parts of Africa and other places in the world. And now the Zika virus, that's what I wanted to talk about. And listen, there's other strange diseases like never before. There's bird flu. There's pig flu. There's um, uh, things you can get now from dogs and cats that will kill you. Uh, from the litter box of cats, uh, p- people are dying. Um, it, it's just bizarre. And uh, But the Zika virus, the Zika virus now is spreading around the world. It's in um, almost, I think, 40 states, 38 states in America now. And I was reading articles today. On, I read an article almost every day now about the Zika virus. I have all kinds of really incredible news sources here in northern Israel. On my television, I have in English... Uh, Israeli television, Arab television, Chinese television. Uh, the news. These are all news outlets. Um, British, French, and I'm sure there's one or two I'm leaving out. So, uh, there, I'm really able to get in, be informed here. It's incredible, and of course, with the internet too. So, uh, the Zika virus. I'm seeing or hearing something about it just about every day now and how alarming it is and how dangerous it is. Now they're finding uh, nerve-damaging uh, symptoms that come with it as well, debilitating brain uh, things beyond the, uh, the, the, the uh, disease that causes the shrunken heads and brains in babies. Beyond that now, uh, in adults, they're finding all kinds of things it does to the brain, uh, and they're just beginning to, to really research this. They're really just beginning to get a hold on this. And what it does, they're finding out how dangerous it is. And it's spreading across America. It's spreading across America. Uh, It's just uh, incredible. Listen, folks, these these birth pangs are real. Why is God doing this? Well, it's a warning. Listen, there is such God-hating fists in the air, no, we'll do what we want with this planet, Lord. Leave us alone kind of mentality and behavior on the earth. And, and this is, listen, the wages of sin is always death. I, I, I know sin isn't a word that you that people want to hear today, but the wages of sin is death. It always pays off with death. It's called sin, and it's destroying the, the world and certainly uh, America. And I say America because so many of our listeners are there in the States. Uh, and so... Listen, uh, why God in his mercy isn't pouring out his wrath on the earth today. What he's doing is he's warning about the tribulation that's coming. There's a time coming that's in, in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, where Jesus our Lord tells us it's going to be a time of trouble on the earth that the world has never seen before. And, and you read about it really clearly in the book of Revelation. It's going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. But we can do something. There's good news. Hallelujah. There's good news. There's good news. Now, I've talked about five of the six that I normally talk about when I discuss these things, but I want to just go right to the good news now, and I'll talk about the sixth one on another program. The good news is that Jesus is coming. He's coming to take his people out of here, and we will escape much of the trouble that's coming. He says in Luke 21, He says, pray, pray always that you would be counted worthy to escape these things that are coming upon the earth and stand before the son of man. People say, oh, you believe that the Lord's going to just rapture people out before it gets bad. It's already bad. It's already bad. But I do believe he's going to take us out before the worst of it. Yes. Yes. And people say, well, you're just an escapist. Guilty as charged. Yes, that's me. I am. Because I'm praying according to the will of our Savior Jesus, who said, pray that you would, be ca- you, would, you would escape these things that are coming upon the earth. That's exactly what he told me to be. Now, I'm not huddled under a desk somewhere, just waiting for Jesus to come and not trying to help anyone. I'm not that kind of escapist. No, I'm out with the gospel, making disciples, warning people Jesus is coming, warning you today. Get ready. Get ready. King Jesus is coming. Oh, will you pray with me today? Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, you love everyone who's listening today. And you want to bless everyone who's listening today. And you don't want anyone who's listening today to experience your wrath and justice that you must pour out because you're good and you're holy and pure. And this evil that is in the earth, you will deal with it. Not just the murders, not just the mass uh, killers, not just the rapists, not just the pedophiles, but also the liars and the thieves. We've all lied. We've stolen we, those who blaspheme, blasphemers. We've all broken your laws and there's evil in the earth because people are evil, but need to be saved. And you love people who need to be saved. Jesus, Lord, you died on the cross for our sins. You were buried on the third day. Hallelujah. Rose again, rose again. And you're offering love and mercy and kindness and life, abundant life today. Oh, dear listeners, reach out and cry out to Jesus. Lord, save me. I believe you died on the cross for me. And and for those who are already saved, come to Jesus. Leave every prodigal part of your life out. uh, Prodigal living, prodigal thinking. Uh, wickedness, sin, put it down. Come to Jesus today and get ready for him to come for you. Yes. Thank you, Father. In Messiah Jesus' name for every listener today, bless them, Lord, please. Amen. Well, today you've heard a lot of truth and things that are hard to hear, but you've also heard about the life in Christ. Call out. Call out to him. Call upon the name of the Lord. Be saved. Follow after him. Hallelujah. Well, again, the program today was brought to you from the ministry Poured Out for the Nations. You can go to pouredoutforthenations.com. Hey, as you prayerfully and financially support Poured Out for the Nations, you also help keep Watch Therefore on the air. At the end of the program in just a moment, there's also some information for those who would like to give directly to help sponsor uh, Watch Therefore. Now, we also have this special tour that's coming up here in uh, Israel. Oh, it's going to be so special. Our co-host John McTurnan, who's often on the program, will be uh, will be coming to help teach and lead that that tour. Uh, Aharon Lavarco, uh, the Messianic tour guide, is going to lead us across the land of Israel. It's going to be great. We're going to be with some of our blessing Israeli believing partners. We're going to um, see the land. We're going to celebrate at the Feast of Tabernacles. Don't miss it. Go to blessingisraelbelievers dot com or our new website for dot tv. To find out more and sign up for that tour. Until we get together next time, don't forget to watch the Messiah Jesus any longer. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener supported and depends on tax deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax deductible donations. To watch, therefore, P.O. Box 564, Paraland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv and mail, watch therefore P.O. Box 564, Paraland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.